happy Thursday to you from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant. Got a full slate of Central Michigan football to discuss. The Chippewas have a big game coming up. Not this weekend. We flip the calendar to November, and it's midweek action. So the schedule kind of just abruptly changes. Central Michigan will head to... Kalamazoo and take on Western Michigan on Wednesday, November 3rd. So after a tough defeat for CMU, 39-38 to NIU this past Saturday, Chippewas get some extra preparation and time to relax before they head out and take on a very good Western Michigan team and Tim Lester next Wednesday from Waldo Stadium. So we'll talk about that battle with the Broncos. We'll look back at what was just a bizarre game that Northern Illinois found a way to win 39-38 on Saturday. We've got the linebacking core here tonight. Tim Skipper will join us, second-year linebackers coach. Kumanuka Willie and George Douglas also here. And when we come back, the third-year head coach, Jim McElwain. We'll break down that game against the Huskies, look ahead to Western Michigan as we get set for another game as we flip the calendar to November. Central Michigan, Western Michigan coming up next Wednesday from Kalamazoo. Live here at Hunter's Ale House, come on out, have a drink, have some food, and enjoy the Coach Mac Show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back here from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant, Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain. Let's see, Brock skipped out, Chris skipped out. I feel a little light up here on the stage tonight. Well, I think they're actually thinking this was a true bye week, <laughs> but technically it really isn't because oh. uh, we play on Wednesday, which technically is now a Saturday in our world. <laughs> and uh, the Tuesday, of course, is a Friday. Yep. And Monday, of course, is a Thursday. That's right. Then this weekend, Saturday's a Tuesday, and Sunday's a Wednesday, and that's kind of how it works. You've told me before how regimented your calendar is looking ahead to the season, even way back in March and, you know, April and getting it ready. So it, it completely changes, though, when you get to November because, like you said, the days just turn around, and you're playing midweeks instead of on the weekends. It really does, and I think the, this break was uh, was good for our team. I think they were able to – kind of get away and get their bodies right and, and uh, kind of reset their, their focus as we head into a great rivalry game uh, on the road that we've got to take care of. Yeah, it'll be the 90-second meeting coming up between Western and Central Michigan, 7 o'clock next Wednesday. Hope the Chippewa fans can make it out there. Uh, boy, that was a tough one on Saturday. Um, NIU found a way late, and uh, Coach, your thoughts on that? battle against the Huskies. Well, my hat's off to them. They did everything they needed to do to win the ball game, and, and uh, they finished, and we didn't. Um, and, uh, you know, they've, they've done a heck of a job. I, I've got nothing but, you know, good things to say about, uh, you know, their staff and, and their kids. We had our opportunities to probably blow it wide open and, and didn't do that, and yet that's been a little bit of our Achilles heel, uh, Achilles heel all, all year that, you know, when we when we get the opportunity to get somebody down, you know, we've got to we've got to learn how to how to keep them down. And uh, we didn't do that. Uh, they made the plays. We didn't make the plays. And and, you know, that's the way football goes. That's a tough one to get over any losses. But how do you move forward past a game like that? Well, you know, I told the team afterwards, you know, I was hurt. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Hopefully it hurt them, you know. I mean, that that's kind of what it's all about. And yet, uh, 
really a true sign is is when you are hurting how you pick yourself up and mm -hmm. and and uh, get back in there and, and get ready to roll so um we had a good day today um and uh, you know as we start with our prep moving forward um you know learn from you know the past and and uh, move forward that that's really the message yeah, it certainly is. 39-38, Central Michigan fell to NIU on Saturday. They are now uh, moving forward to Western Michigan. But uh, for you guys, uh, again, battled tough in that game. Yeah, did, did some fantastic things. You know, I thought, I thought there were a lot of good things in the game and a lot of things that we can take from. Mm -hmm. um, you know, offensively, we didn't keep their, you know, keep our defense off the field. I mean, the time of possession was earth-shattering in Yet, uh, you know, we, we had explosive plays and uh, scored quickly. Uh, we've got to do a better job offensively keeping the defense off the field. And then when given the opportunity on third and fourth downs, we've got to get their, their team off the field. So, you know, those are all, those are all pieces. And yet, um, you know, again, as, as I talk to these guys, I really believe in this football team. I think we've got a really good football team. Uh, we've got a bunch of great guys in that locker room. And, uh, you know, now what we need to do is, is we're kind of running out of time. We've got to finish out or figure out how to finish. And, and that's got to be uh, the main point moving forward. Yeah, not ideal to lose that second conference game, but nice to know you've got a full slate of games here in the final month of the season. And this is obviously this is when it counts right here in November. Yeah, on every day of the week but Saturday. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, we, we, we look forward here to – three straight Wednesday games and uh, and then a uh, Friday matinee after uh, Thanksgiving and uh, so you know but it starts uh, with a game that that means a lot to so many and uh, you know a true rivalry game um, you know when I first took the job one of the first thing people mess, mess, <laughs> uh, told me was uh, um, hey we got to beat Western and uh, you know, it's one thing I haven't done, and uh, we've got to get that taken care of. And, and I'm looking forward to going in there. They're a heck of a football team. I mean, see what they did when they went to Pitt, and, and uh, they can score a lot. They've got really good, really good front, very active, uh, cause you a lot of issues. Um, we've got our work cut out for us going on the road and, and uh, getting a win on uh, Wednesday night kind of crazy how different the schematics are when you go from opponent to opponent you look at an NIU team who's very run focused yeah. and then you go to Western Michigan who likes to throw it all over the yard well and they're just RPO heaven I mean uh, they've got a really experienced quarterback that knows exactly where to go with the ball based on his reads um, they, you know the last two years they've thrown it and run it up and down the field against us and we didn't have an answer so uh, for us, it's it's about having an answer to um, what they do. We've got to contain them, and um, you know, offensively, we've we've got to continue to produce. I mean, in the last ball game, we had an opportunity to put the nail in it, uh, you know, and ended up uh, you know having to punt on a fourth down, giving it back to them, and you know, only got 20 yards of field position. Normally, we you know we're pretty good at pinning them down. Uh, we miss hit one and. And uh, they get the ball outside the 20 and, and take it down and uh, take the lead. So, um, you know, those are, all, those are all things in the game that, that move forward. But like I said, I, I, this is a football team I really like. I, I, I love the guys in that locker room. And, you know, it's, up, it's, it's my responsibility to get us a win.
What do you think is the difference when you're talking about kind of closing teams out and finishing? Is that a mentality thing that, uh, that you work on and you're growing as a team, or how do you improve in that phase? Well, you know, a little bit your makeup, you know. I, I uh, you know, we're, <laughs> we're still, and, and I hate to say this, this deep into the season, but we're still pretty dang, dang young, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not sure. Uh, you know, some guy, sometimes guys are just happy to be there. And, uh, yeah, I get a play, and this is super. Um, now, <laughs> the idea is, uh, you know, it's, it's about getting that instinct where, um, you know what, where the Chippewas and they're not, and we've got to get that instilled. Central Michigan, Western Michigan coming up on Wednesday down in Kalamazoo. You know what was nice to see was uh, a guy like Ja'Cory Sullivan coming yeah, back from great. injury. Yeah. You guys yeah. have had some injury woes uh, throughout the year, but – um, I mean, guy lots goes out teams, there. Lots of teams do. Uh, you'll never hear me. I know we've lost some great players in, in this and that, but, you know, that's why you got guys on scholarship. It's their uh, time to step up and uh, for us to get them in position to make plays. But Ja'Cory, uh, you know, who I thought was maybe lost for the year, uh, to see him come back and, and the way he played and the way he competed, I, I, was, I was proud of him. Yeah, it was uh, exciting to see how to touch down a couple of key grabs. Chippewas fall just short against Northern Illinois, 39-38. We come back, we'll focus more on Western Michigan, what to expect in uh, the, battle, uh, the battle for the victory Cannon Trophy. Chippewas trying to get that back in Mount Pleasant. As we continue on the Coach Max show, we are at Hunter's Ale House. You want to talk about the food or uh, any of the beverages here? Well, I'm going to tell you this. I know Fabiano Brothers do a great job of delivering Bud and Bud Light. And, of course, Johnny down here, the people, um, they do a fantastic job with the menu. And I highly recommend people coming down here and getting something to eat. I think it's a great idea. Stop by here on Bluegrass Road down at Hunter's Ale House. We'll be back right uh, after this on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Appreciate you stopping by on the Chippewa Sports Network tonight. We're talking some CMU football. It's the Coach Max Show. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain getting ready for the rivalry battle down in Kalamazoo next Wednesday. No football game this Saturday as we, we turn to midweek action, Coach. You know, and I've just got to go ahead and bust your chops in front of everybody. So you asked me at the break, <laughs> like, are you going to watch some football on Saturday? <laughs> well, I just got done telling you Saturday's a Tuesday. That's one of the biggest work days of the week. So um, when you uh, are putting in, you know, base pass, base, base blitz, third or uh, short yardage, goal line, and Tuesdays are like huge work day. So from here on out, all right, understand <laughs> Saturdays. It's not really a, a Saturday. It's really it's a Tuesday. <laughs> in fact, I think my wife's having something going on with the gals on on Saturday, they're going to do something for Halloween, you know, with all the wives. And she says, uh, you know, is there any chance you can join us? And I'm like, on a Tuesday? How, how the heck can you join on a Tuesday? She says, honey, no, it's a Saturday. Yeah, uh, but in her life, it's a Saturday. In our life, it's a Tuesday. Well, you're the one that's got the weird schedule, not us. You well, know? you know, <laughs> we can we can thank Maction for that. Yes, we certainly can. Well, you know, I thought maybe a chance to slip in a, a little nightcap, watch some football, but you're a busy man, obviously. And obviously, 
a formidable opponent coming up. This is a Western Michigan team that they're going to give you their hands full with that offense they run down there in Kalamazoo. Well, and in two years, we haven't stopped them. I mean, that's, um, you know, just call it the way it is. I mean, they beat the heck out of us. And, uh, you know, it's it's really frustrating because I know know how much this rivalry means. And and uh, for us to, to play the way we have the two years that we've played them, uh, it's really embarrassing. Um, we, we've yet to stop that quarterback. He's back. Their offensive line's back. They've got everybody back. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where we've got our work cut out for us and we've got to put a great plan together and be disciplined in what we're doing and then hopefully shut down some of those throwing lanes, you know, in the RPOs and, and uh, you know, beat some guys to the gap. Does it help you have a little bit of a uh, couple extra days to get ready? I know you're recruiting and doing everything else, but get an extra chance to catch more on film heading in instead of the regular five, six-day prep? Well, this has been one that the, as a staff, like, you know, I'm sure they're the same way. You know, we've, we've studied these guys all summer. Um, obviously, the extra days uh, we get, you know, a little more film uh, from this year. Um, but they do, too. And uh, so it really makes it even. And uh, they do a fantastic job. I really like Tim. Uh, uh, I think he's a uh, up-and-coming great coach, and, and I think he's going to have opportunities in this profession. Uh, he's obviously, uh, you know, at his alma mater, which means a lot to him. And, and uh, you know, they've, like I said, in the last two years, they've really put it on us. You know, everybody this week in the state of Michigan thinks Michigan, Michigan State, but always the hidden rivalry, it seems like, is this one right here, the battle for the victory cannon trophy. You know, it was interesting even when I both coached at Michigan State and, and at Michigan, um, everybody in both of those buildings understood the importance of Central and Western. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they uh, you know, it's interesting because uh, obviously one of those schools in that rivalry have another rivalry that they feel is more important right and uh yet when it comes down to this state uh, everybody understands central and western and exactly what that means you know you and let let's look at it um you know we were a, a one double a team moving up they were a school that was trying to stop us from going division one mm -hmm. um I'm sure that they understood that, uh, boy, we don't need these guys getting what they're getting. And, and right now, you know, it's up to us to go knock them off. Yeah, you have that unique perspective of, of being in both in-state rivalries. So what makes this one here, Western Central? I, I know you just mentioned a couple of things. But I, I think the historically, um, when you look where the two programs, you know, were and are, and how Central climbed, you know, and fought their way to become a Division I program, become relevant, um, not be associated with the Division II schools, but actually, you know, elevate themselves. And then to go on the run like Herb did. I, I don't know. Did he ever lose to him? You know, it I don't, feels like he you know, did. I, I, you know, and, and, you know, really set a dominance there. I think uh, it, it really put Central to a forefront. And I think because of that, you know, this, this rivalry in some ways even means more because uh, the importance to both universities, state universities, and, um, you know, I think, it's, I think it's great. I think the impact this year is unique as well, Coach, because obviously <coughs> both teams are coming off a loss and know how important it is to try and get back in the win column and gain some momentum going into the final month of the season. So you add that element to this game coming up on Wednesday as well. 
Yeah, both backs against the wall, so to say, and yet uh, both teams have a lot to play for. And uh, both are really good football teams. I think our, um, you know, both teams respect each other. Um, you know, I know I respect the heck out of what they do, uh, not only on the field, but they've done a great job of recruiting. And, uh, you know, for us, um, we've got to go in and take it from them because right now they own the cannon. Yeah, they certainly do. Chippewas and the Broncos coming up on Wednesday. Waldo Stadium, 7 o'clock kick. Our pregame begins at 6 o'clock. You kind of like this, though, right? Going into hostile environments and going in there and getting that type of challenge with the away crowd all rooting against you? No, that's fantastic. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. And, uh, you know, for us, we're just going to jump on the bus the morning of the game, uh, save the university some money. There and, you go. Uh, you know, jump on the bus and go play a game and, and – uh, you know, our guys did a great job with that last year at a couple couple stops, and and I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, what, and I told our guys, I think what we'll do is we'll just uh, get in our pants, <laughs> put our pads around our football helmet, jump in there, go play the game, and, and come on back. Yeah, I like it. If it works, it works, right? That's right. Well, we can't wait to watch it. It's going to be the 92nd all-time meeting between Western and Central Michigan. Always, always so much on the line in that game. 7 o'clock next Wednesday. Hope you can come out and uh, add some add some maroon and gold into that, that crowd no, on I, Wednesday. And, and you know what? Uh, the first year there was, uh, there was a good crowd uh, that was there. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think we played them on a, on a weekday. Um, but at the same point, I know that uh, – Maybe there will be some establishments around the state that, that have that game on. And, uh, you know, I know there will be some great watch parties, and, and a lot of eyes will be on that football game. Well, I know Brock's not here, so I'll, I'll mention it, but we like to drone out that, that brown color. It's not the prettiest of colors, so we like to add a little flavor with the maroon and golds <laughs> there in the stadium. I got you. You know, I, they're, they're going through heck right now because they, they had some big uh, – you know, study about changing their logo, and uh -huh. they went to a W. I thought they were the Washington football team. <laughs> you know, I, I, I asked Lester about I said, what the heck's the thing with the W? Where'd that come from? And, boy, that was the wrong thing to say. So I think he's been able to keep the Bronco on the helmet and, and not go to whatever the colors are. But uh, um, pretty fascinating when you spend a whole bunch of money to come up with a w that has a circle around it yeah, very basic logo yeah but hey, i guess you get everybody in a room figure it out and that's what the broncos have we'll worry yeah. about the the uh action c though that's what we care about the chippewas and the maroon and gold taking on the broncos on wednesday Central Michigan, Western Michigan will kick it off at 7 o'clock at Waldo Stadium. We got to talk yeah, to the. You know, I don't ever think that uh, you'd see our university doing something like that. No. Spending a whole bunch of money to come up with a circle around no. a letter. We've got all sorts of cool designs yeah, in the seat. That's kind of what I thought. That's right. That's right. Well, the chip was, uh, we're going to continue on here with uh, some linebackers are in the house tonight, Coach. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And we'll get Timmy Skipper up here as well as uh, Kumanu Gwili. How'd I do, G. Will? Did pretty good, right? And, uh, of course, the guy's having a great year for us in George Douglas. You know, I, I like the hair of the guys we got in the linebacking core. What, what did Coach Skip go with? Well, I mean, you know, I think he, I, I, I think what he did is actually donate his. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like that. You know, he's got, uh, he's got a, a smooth shaven head up top. We're going to talk. Maybe we'll talk to Coach Skip about that as we continue on the Coach Max show. We'll bring up Coach Skip when we come back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. 
here on the Chippewa Sports Network at Hunter's Alehouse in Mount Pleasant. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and second-year linebackers coach Tim Skipper. Welcome to the stage. Thanks for having me. First time being a Chippewa on the radio show. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> but, although you got to understand, it technically would have been because as the assistant head coach, yeah. <laughs> when I was laid up in a room thinking about what I didn't have trying to figure out what an appendix was <laughs> <laughs> me too you know Timmy did a great job and took the team over and and uh how was that experience for you man that was interesting you know the craziest thing was <laughs> I looked at my phone and you were calling me and we were in the office and I was like where's why is he calling me <laughs> <Why is laughs> <So, laughs> I had to get over that part and then everything else usually took care you of can itself. just shout between the <laughs> yeah, offices right like, well that's always walk right here <laughs> That's what he's used to, <laughs> just the loud voice going down the hallway. But, uh, what, you know, you and I obviously go way back. Mm -hmm. And uh, you mentioned it uh, when you got up here. goes all the way back to Fresno State where you played your ball. Yeah, yeah, way on the West Coast, yeah. a lot warmer. Um, you know, it was crazy meeting you and I was on the offensive side of the ball. Right. So – that whole experience to me is just went 360, you yeah. know, all the way to this point now. That's right. There's a lot of experiences, and it's been fun. Won a lot of ball games. That's the best part. So. Yeah. There's one thing <laughs> you and I together have done is won a lot of ball games. The, um, you know, it's interesting, though. You, you actually played your high school ball and spent most of your time growing up in New Orleans. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, your dad was an NFL coach. Yep. And how the heck, I mean, obviously, being in New Orleans, how, how do you end up a, a bulldog out in Fresno? <laughs> so, you know, it's all big coaching fraternity. Yeah. And uh, Coach Sweeney was the head coach of Fresno State. and Who, by the way, my dad coached for. Wow. And Coach Sweeney, he's a Montana guy. Okay. Duke, Montana. Mm -hmm. Calspell High School <laughs> and uh, went from there. But go ahead. One of the toughest guys I know. Ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically sent the film in to him. He loved it. Offered me a scholarship. Accepted it. Went out there and played four years and it was great. The good thing is there was about four or five of us from New Orleans that actually went to Fresno State. So I wasn't out there by myself and it all worked out and they kept on recruiting they still recruited to this day so so they're actually out. in the city a little bit still recruiting now. yeah they they've branched out to be national so sure yeah well kinda, that's great kind of started it and and i'm sure skip was kind of kicking himself when i came rolling in the officer as the offensive coordinator i think <laughs> i was a probably different from the guy that was there the year before but yeah, <laughs> yeah. skip and yeah. skip and i uh so how was that as an assistant? Here comes this guy rolling into town from the Raiders that, you know, grew up in Montana. How the heck was that? Uh, words can't explain that experience. It was, oh, I'd love to lot. hear more. <laughs> learned a lot from the no socks to the different ways of getting the ball to the different guys. It was a great experience. Um, we worked. We, we grinded, but it was fun. And we won. And you saw the reward from all the hard work. So that was the best part of it. I enjoyed it. It was I learned a lot of ball and uh, had to flip everything in my mind, but figured it out. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, just tell the audience, I mean, I, we go rolling in there. And, and I remember you saying, you know, we've got a couple of running backs. And we had one guy that we were trying to get eligible and he became eligible <laughs> in uh, Batman. Yeah. Uh, but uh, – 
tell us about that backfield that we had that year. Yeah, so I think it was either four or five guys. They all either got drafted or got a tryout in the NFL, and they all touched the ball. It's like you got five good players and nobody's mad because every single one of them, they made an impact on the game every single week. And it was a credit to the scheme and putting it all together and saying we're going to do these plays for this guy and this for this guy. It was hard to sub them in, but we figured it out and got it done. Yeah, well, it was it was a that was a great collection. I think we had five receivers that played in the National yeah. Football League as yeah. well and a yeah. tight end. Yeah, and a couple of linemen. Yeah, right. That was a good team. It sounds like a good squad. You yeah. guys lose any games there? Yeah. <laughs> we actually did get beat. We got beat in triple overtime <laughs> yeah. down at Texas A&M. And we had a guy, love him to death, won't bring him up, but, um, you know, tried to stretch the ball. Uh, Would have been the win, yep. right? Uh, yep. But uh, we ended up winning and beating Georgia Tech in the bowl game yep. and, and had cool. a heck of a year there. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it's interesting when you go through uh, coaching and then obviously getting the opportunity to be the head coach. Uh, very first phone call I've made, all three of my stops, I couldn't get them the first time here, but <laughs> all three of my stops was, was Tim Skipper. We, we, so when I get that job, do you think that I'm calling or what? <laughs> I, I, let's put it, I hope you call. <laughs> <laughs> you know something's wrong if he <laughs> we'll doesn't it, call. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he um, obviously was uh, my first hire at Colorado State and yep. uh, had a lot of success there. And, and then going to Florida, um, he was actually with me when that thing all went down. Mm -hmm. So, so kind of, it just, you know, I mean, this is a pretty good story. Okay, <laughs> this has nothing to do with beating Western or anything. But we're sitting there after a home visit, right? Yeah. Yep. And we're eating in a steakhouse, and yeah. phone keeps ringing. But there was an important guy in the steakhouse that we were trying to figure out who he was. Yeah, very important guy, real tall guy, and we're in Vegas, and we're both. We have other stuff going on, but we're also like, who is that guy? You know, we kept looking at him, looking at him. And then as time goes by, we're like, hey, that's Wayne Newton. It, Wayne wow. Newton. We were eating the next to Wayne him. Newton. <laughs> we, we were eating next to Wayne right Newton. next to him. <laughs> and the crazy thing, we, we ended up talking to him for like 15, 20 minutes. He's a great guy. Yeah. Just random stuff. There you go. <laughs> Wayne Newton. I mean, Skip and I can actually come up. But we we can we can do a whole hour on some of the stuff that we've been through. You guys got 27 more minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> well, good. And um, you know, we we obviously the first year he was a defense coordinator out in Vegas. Uh, was able to get him here, and 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 he's been my assistant head coach everywhere I've been. But uh, how's the transition been now? You know, being here the second year. Yeah. And, and really, I guess really the first year, because I'm not sure last year counted. Yeah, I don't think it counted. It was last year was crazy. Everybody coaching with masks on is not the thing. Yeah. But uh, it's been great. It's been great. The the best thing about being here is my linebacker room. Very very good young men in there, um, guys that have developed and grown since my time here, and it's been great to see that. Um, guys that played other positions in high school. A lot of those guys were running backs, and they transitioned over to uh, linebacker, but. The ability to coach those guys in and out every single day, it's, it's been great. Seeing their development and their growth has been awesome. So that's the best part about it and made my transition a lot easier. Sure. The, uh, you know, as, as we look forward, what are some of the keys? And I'm going to ask your guys the same thing, but uh, what are some of the keys that, that we have to take care of going into this game? So to me, the biggest misconception about Western is they just throw the ball. 
they they want to run it first. Yep. And you have to take that away, and then obviously they're going to try to throw those RPOs and those things. So we the challenge to us is stopping both on every single play and don't give up explosives. You have to make them drive down the field. If you make them drive down the field, they tend to do some things that are self-inflicted that help us out. And uh, I, I just think stopping the run, because you look at the game last year, we're up 14-0. We're, stop, we're stopping the pass game. They tried to throw it. Then they went to the run game is, which really, is what really opened it up for them. So we need to stop the run, and then we need to minimize those big plays, and we'll be fine. Just read our keys and do our job. Sure. How is, uh, you know, as, as we go this, we, we talked earlier, you know, obviously you, you study your opponents in the offseason, and, and this particular one is a, is a heavy study. Yeah. Uh, how, much, uh, how much different or different wrinkles have they brought this year that maybe uh, they haven't had in the past? Yeah, that, so they've added some personnel groups. Yeah. So they're putting two backs on the field, and they're going two backs with three wides. They're going two backs with a tight end and two wides. So they're kind of mixing it up there. Um, their true DNA is still there, still trying to run those inside runs and throw those uh, bang RPO throws. But uh, they, their quarterback runs it. Yeah. I mean, he controls it all. Really yeah. good. Mm -hmm. Really good, makes good decisions. And they're, the way they're styled, they're a look to the sideline team. So they also got the, the coaching staff helping to read our luggage. So we got to make sure we don't give away things. We move around. We disguise. We do all that. And we'll be fine. Good. I like that answer. He says we'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, I got coach up here. How the heck are we going to stop him? Tim Skipper <laughs> calms the nerves here. I like it. You know, he, he does more than that with me every day. <laughs> every day he kind of tells me just to relax a little bit. Now we know why you're the first call. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's Tim Skipper, second-year linebackers coach. Thanks so much for coming up here. Thanks, Thanks Skip. Thanks for having me. been awesome. Appreciate it, bud. All right, we'll be right back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Continue on the Coach Max show from Hunter's Ale House. And uh, we just talked to the linebackers coach. So now we need to talk to a couple of his players. Coach Mack, who's up here first? Well, George Douglas, who I'm happy as heck is here, man. And uh, George, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I can't complain at all. I'm having a great time at the Coach Mack show, you feel? <laughs> I, th I tell you what, that, that's a highlight right there yeah i feel like but he was programmed he had yeah, you you yeah. told him he had he, to say that no, when he came exactly up here right. <laughs> but, uh, george it, tell us where you're from man i'm from ypsilanti michigan yeah so but you didn't play high school ball there until or you moved to belleville michigan belleville yeah. right and uh obviously a great program there and a history of winning yeah right but um you know you you've solidified this you know the inside linebacker spot and you know you played a year behind mj yeah tell me what you learned from him uh mj michael oliver yeah. that's my guy yeah. that's my guy um i learned a lot from mj um he faced a lot of adversity inside of football outside of you know in the classroom and academics and whatnot so just being behind him and knowing how to go day to day and just seeing him keep his head up be sure. positive every day and his energy the energy was absolutely insane every day he loved to work it didn't matter if it was practice a game it, it didn't matter it didn't matter we touched the ball we put on pads he was excited and that's that you love to be behind that every day and you know what i love is is uh, george has, has taken that to a new level um every day you're you're you come to work 
And uh, where do you think that came from? I mean, not a lot of guys. You know, some guys come in the building and, oh, geez, I got to go through another yeah. Wednesday team run or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And yet, uh, you know, you, you have an infectious personality and, and a guy that always comes to work. Where, where do you think that came from? Uh, honestly, it was just being patient, knowing my role in the process. You know, everyone gets here, you want to play. You know, you want to get on the field. You want to show what you can do. But... When I first got here, I think the linebacker room was at around, like, 15, 16 guys at the time. Wow. So just knowing as a freshman, like, all in all, just with the roster right now, I wouldn't play till they either I showed myself or I was, like, a senior in, in one point. So I was humble from when I got here and, my, you know, how I feel. So being now, like, finally getting that situation and they got to a point last year or the year before where I was up to par to, you know, play for the starting position it every day it seems like you know seems like it doesn't seem real honestly because i've waited so long so i just gratifying feeling though right to be out I mean? there yeah so it, it really doesn't and yet w when we first got here i think i immediately put you darn near on every special team absolutely <laughs> isn't that right <laughs> yeah yeah i said you know what this this george guy can play man we got to get him on the field so uh, uh and and what did you learn from your experience kind of being a, a core special teams guy oh oh uh explosiveness uh you got to be able to go now and the sudden change in the game and i didn't understand field position so i didn't understand the field position battle with special teams so being they start on the 25 or the 30 or 35 i didn't understand all of that and just key blocks to the return game as well while we wouldn't get a return and whatnot and the higher games you play so like the outer conference games and whatnot the bigger the guys are, obviously. <laughs> so um, plays are just, if you're not in the right position and the right technique and whatnot, you'll be out leveraged quickly just off an athletic standpoint. So a lot of that was learned just being in special teams and having my 10 plays per game. And and, and, and the importance of winning your one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, one-on-ones you know? are critical, especially in the return game. That's right. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting because now you get a chance as an older guy yeah. to kind of – give some knowledge to some of those younger guys that are in your room yeah. how have you handled that i even tell them like you know if you're not doing what you need to do you know i'll come and you know take over the role again you know? <laughs> there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing to go right back on kickoff you know what i'm saying do what it does and help the team out you know what i'm saying you, you need me i'm there so you know you do do what you have to do be explosive about it and we'll, you know we'll get the job done but they they love what they do too so it's no it's no big deal to them so you know, a lot of a lot of the fans they they see you kind of orchestrating all the different things that need to go between plays. Talk to me about that communication piece that that you kind of got to do. Yeah. So as you know, being a middle linebacker, you have to communicate a lot with the things we've ran into this year. It's become a constant for um just. You know, we played at LSU and we played other places where the crowds, but even homecoming for us was pretty loud. Just yeah. in Mount Pleasant, our front line our defensive line can't hear me and the corner to the far side usually can't hear me either so just in regards talking to them it gets to a point where they're talking back so we're having full conversations mid play after the play during the play with whoever and I have to turn to whichever the other 10 guys is talking to me and finish the conversation before the ball starts so in the instance of a play say they get a first down I could be talking to three defensive linemen and a corner I could be talking to a safety and a backer and I got to know what's going on. I still got to be in a position to play. So it's a lot going on. <laughs> and those offenses aren't waiting for your oh, communication. They're not, they're not waiting for me at all. They're not waiting right. at all. 
So it's it, it's just a lot going on. So when you hear me screaming at the top of my lungs, because I have to, I absolutely have to. That's awesome. You uh, so you've been here now. Tell us about academically where you're at. Who I'm supposed to graduate this fall. That's what I'm All talking right. about. Yeah. yeah, great stuff. Yeah, December 18th. Uh huh. I think so. I think I'm supposed to graduate with, like, a lot of the guys this year. I think it's supposed to be, like, a good dozen of us, maybe more, all graduating. We all came in the same time, too, so that's great. But I'm excited, you know. I'm absolutely excited to graduate, you know. And, and what did you get your degree? Wh what are you getting your degree in? I'm majoring in entrepreneurship with a minor in marketing. I love it, man. And uh, giving back to your community, man. Absolutely. I'm trying. As soon as I get the chance to, I'll be right back in Belleville, Nipsilani, trying to give back to the people that got me here in the first place. That's what it's all about. You can tell how much uh, and why I like this guy so much. I mean, uh, he's got a great smile, and uh, you know what? He comes to play every day, and, and that's awesome. Yes, he does. Well, uh, George Douglas, thanks for joining us, and best of luck against the Broncos coming up next week. I appreciate that. All right, we'll bring his teammate up next. Kumanuka Willie will join us as we continue on the Coach Max Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Wrapping up the Coach Max show here at Hunter's Ale House. Jim McElwain with us. And uh, the next linebacker coming up to the stage here. Yeah, and it, I'm, I'm happy as heck to have Kumanu Gwilly here, who just from here on out is G. Willie. All right, <laughs> just, just so you know. Hey, have you kind of gotten used to G. Willie? Oh, man. This is the first time I've ever actually heard you say my <laughs> name. <so>. <laughs> well, I only practiced it all day. How's that? It's a pleasant surprise. You're doing, you're doing well. Did I, I do okay? That. Yeah, you did great. Thank I you. love it. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have G. Will here because uh, you, you talk about a guy that since I've been here, I mean, what we played you at running back, we played you at tight end. We played you at defensive line, and now linebacker. Didn't that? Did I? Did I miss one? No, no, that's about <laughs> it. Unless you want to count all the special all the special teams. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And uh, you know, you, you you came in. You know, you, you you wanted to play linebacker. How's that been? Uh, it's been great. Uh, it's been really uh, really cool experience. It's been great learning from Coach Skip. It's been great learning from all the other linebackers. Uh, George, Troy, everybody in that room just really helped me out. Reese has been a lot of help, and it's just just continuing to learn every day and trying to get better every day, and that's been great for me. So, so let's let's go ahead and jump back. I just kind of found this out here as we were talking, but uh, as a running back in high school, two games with six touchdowns in each one of those games. Yeah, tell me about that. Man, that was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, man, it was just, I didn't play football until I was a sophomore in high school. So yeah. I just knew that if I wanted to get a chance to play at the next level, I had to just do my best to get as much attention as I can. And my team relied on me to, to you know, score the ball. So that's what I did as much as I could. So those two games, I just happened to, Score the ball a lot. That's right. <laughs> so give us a little background. You know, you said you didn't start playing until sophomore. Uh, give us a little background about uh, kind of where you're from and, and how all that worked. Um, so my family is originally from Liberia. Mm -hmm. That's where I was born. We moved here when I was 
four years old. And for most of my childhood, I was playing basketball. I would play baseball. My mom was too scared to let me play football. Because, did did you know, soccer? Did I played soccer a little bit when there I was a go. kid. Okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah, but my uh, mom was too scared to let me play football until one day I said, screw it, I'm just going to show up to practice and not tell her, and then I'll deal with the consequences <laughs> later. So <laughs> I did that. And How was that um, conversation when you got home? Oh, man. It was, <laughs> I think I – it's funny because I think I got home and like she had called the police because she didn't know where I was. Like she was like super worried. Like she was like, where's this kid at? And I was like, so yeah. Uh, I told her like you know I I, I want to play. I really want to try this thing out. And you know she she eventually let me do it and it's been been great ever since. Right. Yeah. I found the love of my life in football. So that, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit too now academically kind of where you're at. Um, I graduated last December. Yep. So I got my degree last December, and I'm in the middle of a second major right now. And what's, what, what was your first major, and what's your second major? Uh, first major was business administration, and my second major is political science. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and you know, I've asked this to a couple of the guys that are in grad school. How, how is it between undergrad and, and grad school? Is, is there a big difference? And, and I know you're in another major, but as you're going through that other major, you already have your first, you know, degree. How has it been here when you're picking up the second one? Uh, it's been, it's been an interesting experience because you know I kind of got done with my first one and I was like, thank God, finally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I get to finally be done now. But then it's like, man, I got to take more classes. So here we go. Like right. it's, it's been, it's been a good experience. It's been fun, kind of learning like something completely different from what I was doing the first four or five years I was here so that's been a really really good time for me how do those two kind of meld together have you kind of found a uh, something that brings those two different degrees together uh yeah so I'm taking uh one of the classes I'm taking right now is an international relations class sure so kind of like an international like business like type thing where you know maybe you're doing business with other countries or in other countries with uh, different companies that you know for are from different places just things like that sure mm -hmm. man that's I tell you, isn't this, isn't this great? Well-versed over here. I, I just love it. Um, so going into this week, obviously, you've played these guys a bunch. And uh, kind of what are some of the keys that, that you see going into this week's game? Mm. Well, Western Michigan, they're, just, they're, they're always a very, very talented team. They're always a very, very good team. They play really well together, but they're the same team they've always been. They love running the football. They want to impose their will on you. That offensive line is going to come out. They're going to be some big, mean dudes, and you just got to gotta hit them in the face, and you just got to stop it. And the biggest thing for us is we just got to stay together because there's not just going to be ups the whole game. It's going to be ups and downs. We might be down at a certain time. We just got to keep pushing forward and just keep uh, that same mentality the whole game that we want to win the game no matter what it takes. That's going to be the biggest key for us. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you can probably – guess right now after now we've had a pretty good sample size of guys that that have come up here to the radio show you can probably tell there's a reason I really like this football team mm -hmm. no and, question uh, about it you know you talk about an unselfish guy that does everything for the Chippewas man gee Willie's that guy well thanks for coming up and uh, good luck on Wednesday against those Broncos thank you go now go enjoy your food yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> okay buddy thanks
All right, we'll wrap up the Coach Max show when we come back to Hunter's Hill House right after this on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Wrapping up here on the Coach Max show, a couple minutes left, and... Um, Hey, you, you know what? It's uh, the Circle W week. It's Circle W week. You've That's got that one what it is. circled yeah. on the calendar. That's exactly right. And I have uh, to get this in for Brock because he's listening, and he knows <laughs> that this is his phrase that will come out on the broadcast. I would say over-under, set the over-under at 10 times. If it's brown, flush it down. I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I, did, I told him I didn't want to steal his line, but he gave me the go-ahead that no. even though he's patented it, I could say it. Well, that, that's, what, <laughs> that's what makes rivalries uh, so awesome. And obviously Brock's a guy that played in a bunch of mm -hmm. them. And, and uh, you know, it, it's amazing. You talk to the former players. This is a game that they all remember. And uh, that's what makes rivalries so, so special. And, uh, you know, for us to go play the circle w's i think is fantastic the legacies are are created and they start and end with this game and you're right about that that's what it seems like the players all get together they talk about what was your record against western michigan yeah i noticed that at the you know at our alumni golf tournament the last couple of years and in, in uh, you know it's something all of them talk about in uh, I, th I think it's great i, th I think that's uh, that's what makes college foot football so special uh or the rivalry games, and I just hope I can go, you know, we can take our team in there and give them a ball game because uh, we certainly have in the last couple of years. Let's hope the record is 1-0 and against the Broncos. Coach, good luck next week. Thanks, ma'am. You have a great night. We'll see you out there in Kalamazoo on Wednesday, Central Michigan against Western Michigan. Have a great night.